This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Welcome to Growing Up with Andor, a Star Wars story. It is October 25th, 2022, and let's get started. You'll never believe that the graphic designer uh, worked yeah. for free on these uh, graphics here, except for the first one. That is actually a direct uh, video from the Red 5 Network. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Extra Star Wars, Extra SW. You can make up words for the SW now. It doesn't matter. We're covering the Disney Plus series Andor. Star Wars' first show dropping curse words, growing up, and paying attention to the details. As the reviews start to rolling, we're excited to bring you our version of the show to help dissect this new version of Star Wars. Andor and the Boys starts when the big bell rings. Make sure you follow Extra Star Wars on YouTube and Spotify, and don't forget to check out the Casa Casa Day Dupree newly minted 1,000 subscriber person yeah. over on YouTube, and this is how rebellions work, Vel. <laughs> this is how rebellions work. You know what I'm saying? The boys were back. Damien has has come back. He is fully healed from the back to tank. We're glad to have you back, Dames. How are you feeling? It's been a few weeks. Good. I mean, yeah. I just uh it was weird because I, I like, like was having like just a pounding, like not fast heartbeat stuff. Um and it's just, it was like anxiety. Kim was away for the week. And I guess like, it just all kind of like hit me at the same time. Um, and <laughs> I felt bad for her. Cause I'm like, Hey, like I'm going to the ER by the way, but you're like 3000 miles away. So, uh, I just wanted to give you a heads up. <laughs> she was whatever, but yeah, everything's good. Good to go. Good. Clean, clean bill of health. They, uh, they put me in the back to tank for a little bit there and had some milk of the poppy. So I'm good to go. <laughs> I think um, the doctor prescribed you a World Series, and I think it's panning yeah. out for all of us in Philadelphia, especially those who live in South Philly. Mike, you're back. We're excited. How are we doing, bud? Uh, I am still living off the high that is Bryce Harper's two-run shot in the eighth inning. I knew he could do it. I it's... knew it. It's a it's a blessing and a curse uh, living so close to the stadium because even if it was just regular like Hulu is delayed delayed yeah yeah um, and even if it was just right like I hear in my house the roar of the crowd oh my god um, from like a mile and a half away before anything happened it's awesome and it's also spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> It's only a spoil if you don't listen to Scott Fransky's calls on the Odyssey app. We're not sponsored by them, but that's I just want to throw it in there. Oh, Fransky's call. Fransky, Fransky is the best. He's a legend um, He's currently street. in the making. And, and in fact, I don't like that T Mac is doing radio. Get him out. Beat it. Get him out. I don't care about these contract nonsense. It's stupid. Yeah, Get him out. 
Go do college football right now. Yeah, get out of here. Do do a Detroit game or something like that. Well, if you (laughs) haven't heard, and we'll shout it to the rooftops, the Philadelphia Phillies on an unprecedented attack uh, are the National League champions of the MLB. Now, I know if you're listening to this, you probably don't watch sports, uh, but we do. And we're very passionate about our sports in Philadelphia, and we're very passionate about Star Wars. Think of it this way for an analogy. Without everyone dying... The Phillies are currently approaching Scarif Base. Okay? And that's Houston. Right? And we all know how that story ended. The Rebels won. Thank you very much. I rest my case. They all died too, but don't, don't worry about that detail. It's irrelevant. Don't worry about that detail. It, it all works in, in the long run. So we got the Philadelphia Phillies in the World Series for the first time in 12 years. Is it 12? 13? Uh, 2009? 2009 to 13. 13. 13 years. A lucky year. Did you see that weird person predict the next 10? Age two for two. I don't like that. I mean, I love it, but I don't like it. You know, that's kind of kind of wild, kind of wild. Hey, we've got before we get the show started, we have a long one tonight, and uh I don't apologize in advance because we're doing two episodes six and seven. We have Uh, A special announcement, which is a 24-hour live stream, now 25-hour live stream, for a fellow Red 5 Tavern member whose house burnt down. They lost everything. Really terrible pictures uh, that I saw, but there is a GoFundMe. You can find it over at the Sidebar Canteen. I think they've risen $500 out of the $2,500 goal. And for every $500 that they they rise, raise... Reason, uh, they will add another hour into the live stream. So this is a coordinated effort that they asked me to be a part of, but I am I am indisposed this weekend for various events, so I could not partake in the 24-hour live stream. But that can be found. I think you can be able to find it over at the Red Five uh, Network account, and I think it's just be a different people, different accounts doing you know hour to hour, two hours, two hours, or something like that. So. If you can contribute, please do. Just head on over to Sidebar Cantina, find the GoFundMe, and contribute some funds so we can get uh, that member. The beautiful thing is I've never talked to that person, but when the Red 5 Network um, calls for action, most people will answer. Okay, and that's a that's a really great thing. So we'll save a spe- other special announcements for the Betweener, Between 6 and 7. Uh, personally for me that I have not revealed just yet to the majority of three listeners out there, but we'll make sure that we get that taken care of. So I've watched the, I watched the episodes three or four times, three times, three times each, uh, one, once, uh, you know, casually. And then a few times with note taking. And then the third time I think was just noticements, just kind of getting into the, to the vibe of things. But if we go back just to episode five predictions, right, Mike, me and you, we talked about Cyril and like, what's his role going to play? And, you know, are we going to see Krennic because uh, of that engineer coming to Aldani? Will Saul come up? That's going to probably just be a, a, an overarching theme uh, for the rest of the show. Uh, does Deidre find the rebel cell or not? We don't know. And then we sort of predicted some deaths. So I don't know if you have your notes from episode five, handy dandy. Uh, but we sort of, I sort of said, Skeen dies, Taraman dies, Sinta die. 
and then Vel, Nemec, and Andor survive, and then what happens after the heist, et cetera, et cetera. I think, from what I understand, that you were spot on with your death calls. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's spot it. on. Spot on. That's it. That's right. Every, I was like, everybody except Cass, uh, Vel, and Cinta. Yeah. Guys. Yeah, which um, which is interesting because we sort of assumed from five that Vel and Cinta were going to have like this uninvolved plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was wrong. We were very wrong about that. That was kind of real. That was Seal Team Six sort of uh, sort of movements that they were doing with their little miniature submarine and their wetsuits yeah. and really setting. I mean, they made the call. Well, she made the call, Vel, but Cinta was like, no, no. no. It's time. No, we we're, do we're this. Doing so, this. so that was great stuff. So that was great stuff. So let's talk about it. so episode six called the Eye, and uh, the 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 following characters appeared in the Eye and uh, had a speaking role. We've got Jay Hold, which is that fat imperial guy who's blaming uh, packing on being overweight, and I love his wife roasting him. Hilarious. Jay Hold uh, like Beehives or something. Yes, exactly. Uh, Robota is the wife. Uh, Pedagar. Is the son's name stupid? Um, uh, or no, 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 I'm sorry. Pedagar yeah. is the engineer. Leonard is the yeah. son's name because we went into Game of Thrones for a second. Then you got Gorn, the seven, you know, the normal seven, uh, the Donnie chief, Kimsey, and Dr. Quadpaul. Dr. Quadpaul at the end. So lots of, lots of, not as many characters as did last one. Which is nice. We were able to keep up with that. We we had a a, a funny one sentence summary. What what was your one sentence summary from last time? It was like, uh, oh, I am worried God. about keeping track of all these characters. Something along lines that yeah, something. But that's funny. So welcome on in Rogue One Radio. Great show. Thank you for being here. Uh, it was nice to see Todd on your show. All right, let's talk about our overall impressions for number six as we try to keep this uh, at pace here. Uh, Dames, we haven't heard your voice in a while. So when you think of episode six, the eye, it's a culmination episode. It's the heist, right? It's the plan going into action. How do you feel about it overall? Overall. Now we're doing one word for this or we're just doing overall? Just overall impression. And then we'll get to our top threes in just a minute. Uh, six words. I six. thought it was a well done slow burn. Ooh, I love it. Hour long episode almost like took their time and that's one of the beauties with this many episodes they can do that so i i just thought it was a very nice slow burn episode and kind of a change of pace from what we've had so far yeah i i uh, i tend to look at the the minutes right and i go 55 wow you know i'm just so not used to uh these lengthy episodes was i think we've been desensitized to length because of kenobi and and mando and the chapters of boba fett and uh I sort of like was curious after second watch, and since you brought up the timing of it, the actual timing of the episode is two minutes and thirty five seconds through forty seven minutes and eleven seconds. So it's not even an hour, but right. it feels like an hour, right? You know, and they're really taking their time with it. And I agree with you totally, totally. Mike, your overall impressions? Yes. So, so I feel like I had the same exact uh, the first time watching it. I had the same exact feeling. I'm like, wow, this is a slow burn, but it. I really like the pacing of it. I'm enjoying it. The second time I watched, like, I feel like this is an episode you can only watch once because the second mm. time I watched it, 
it like because I was so like involved and waiting to see the end of this story and how it would turn out. The second time through, I was just like, was this as suspenseful as mm. I mm. thought it originally mm. was? Mm. I still enjoyed it. I I I really liked the episode, the pacing, um, how everything came together. Um, couple, well, we'll get to bottoms later, but yeah. I still a very enjoyable end to this part of this story. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I think for me, if I only watched it once, I would have liked it better. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, I wrote down again. I usually write my overall impressions down after first watch, and then I don't change them that way. It goes in. But I, I put, holy wow! <laughs> what a thrilling episode from top to bottom. Eyes glued to the screen, twists, turns, and everything in between. Uh, and then I watched it again. And I disagree with you, Mike. I actually think it's rewatch. I think the show is rewatchable in in the sense that it it for me it keeps me exciting about like looking for other things. And I, I know where it's gonna go, and that's fine. I still felt the the suspense build up. Especially with like the Donnies, they're like they're doing a little chanty chance and they're running around trying to get to the place and it's all timed out it's all nearly perfect and whatever and then kim Zilma screws it up you know and they go through that whole thing and it's it's super i felt the intensity every single time i watched it even last night as i watched it you know at nine o'clock and i went ooh, 54 minutes Ooh, am i gonna make it um before i fall asleep uh, but i did it you know and i was like i forget that the time like time doesn't exist and i'm watching it and i'm really really engaged i think the music has a lot to do with that uh, keeping it fresh for me, but uh, but I, I could, like I said, if you're not, we're not certainly used to these longer episodes, so I can totally see. I mean, if you're watching it just one off, you're probably entertained, mm-hmm. probably entertained. But when you're analyzing it, it stinks. <sighs> I gotta sit through this nonsense once again. So, <laughs> so overall, I think mostly positive. I think for us all, again, six yep. episodes in a row, mostly positive. Agreed. 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 Oh my God, we're Disney shills already. <laughs> This is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Okay. All right. So that's lovely. Uh, in the case of time, let's move on to our top threes. I will start to show Damien what to do, and then Mike will go to show Damien what to do. It's called modeling, right? We're teachers. We're modeling. Okay. So I have a three. I mean, I technically have four, and I don't care. It's my show. I can have four if I want to. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say visual. So I said that earlier visual, unfairness, and results. <laughs> Mike. I have just I. <laughs> just a letter? No, I'm just, just, just a letter. Heel turn. Ooh. Wild West. Ooh. Okay. You get the game now? I do. <laughs> okay, good. All right. So, uh, payoff. Ooh. Deceptive. Ooh. Breaking Bad. We might have the same thing on Breaking Bad. Maybe. (laughs) Just just maybe. Okay. 
So I'm going to read off the six uh, words, nine words, because math is hard. Visual, unfairness, results, eye, heel turn, wild west, payoff, deception, and breaking bad. How could they connect? We're going to find out in just a second. <laughs> so I um, watched last week. It just <laughs> organically happened, and it was I'm amazing. Gonna... I'm going to draw lines. It's going to be wonderful, and then I'll post it later. All right, so I believe I can draw a line between visual and eye right now because my visual is all about the eye and how beautiful in HD, 4K, 18K, 18,000K, the, between the whooshes and the, and just everything coming across the Donnie's crying I was crying I wasn't crying but like I felt like I should have and just from top to bottom the loading up of the tie fighters the fighters coming out into the eye just like the escape using incredible odds resonated with me as they were escaping the death star blast on Jeddah you know that that same sort of vibe I got and then you know climb climb and like k2so like telling urso and andor to climb you know like that and i'm just getting all these rogue one vibes and i'm just watching it all as our heroes escape and i would say that that was more intense than the gunfight in the the basement of the vault you know like that's where i'm at with the the and that just starts with the visual of the eye i don't i think the scene is completely different if it's just like a black sky mm -hmm. and tie fighters chasing them and a normal shootout but this was a completely getting like a game-changing experience mike you had eye yeah you put it perfectly and like the stakes were higher too because of the eye like the, there's literally a small window that this rono could go through yeah and nemic back to uh. life after getting injected with adrenaline <laughs> It's a med spike, damn it. Yeah. There we go. Med spike. My bad. I forgot. I forgot. I wrote the name of it somewhere. Uh, did you it? know? Did you know he was paralyzed? Right off the no, he's yeah, he's not gonna he's not gonna walk again. I'll 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 talk about that later. Understood. I'll talk Understood. about that later. But yeah, um, just the entire visual of the eye. I, I was excited to see how they were gonna do it from yeah. what was it, episode four when they were talking about it? Yeah. And I didn't quite pick up on what they were talking about in episode four. I'm like, what are they talking about? And then I sort of put it together, some sort of like visual or orbital sort of thing. And it was, I mean, it's, it's a perfect cover. Mm -hmm. You can't take your eyes off of it. It's so smart. I thought they were just going to be like, all right, we need, we need to spend our money elsewhere. Let's just get like green screen Aurora Borealis in there. And that's it. No, they they went all in on it, and it was amazing. So I, I once upon a time made a star field in After Effects or Premiere. I forget. And, like, the amount of steps it takes to, like, create streaks of light and movement and stuff. It took me, like, an hour and a half. I, I don't know what they did. I don't know how they did it, but I like it. I like it. Dame, I'll throw to you. Do you have anything with the eye? Does any of your words rhyme with the eye? So I did a visual, but I was trying to think of other stuff not be exactly the same because I, I said that back when we were talking about, you know, the first couple episodes and just like, I love how things look, the set pieces, yeah. like the different worlds we're going to. That really Fair. reminds me, though, of 
uh, like 2001, a space odyssey. Like it was just kind of like very trippy. Everyone just kind of chill. Like it was, I, I really liked that whole sequence. It was just like, it, you know, basically everyone in the show when they're just staring, like that's like, it was just yeah. like, um, so, so very, very breathtaking. All right. Well then I will throw it to you. I think you, you can choose your word of course that you want to go off of. So which one do you want to fire away with? So I had a breaking bad, even though it's two words. Um, because I really like the scene with Cassian. They're they're talking about splitting the credits, and then mm. boom, Cassian shoots first. Yeah, and you know he just kind of at this point it, he it's starting to kind of turn the wheels in his head that like the rebellion's not maybe something worth fighting for. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's an important scene. I would I would say again, sort of connecting it to rogue one in the street where he just kills that guy at a, you know, because right. you know, he couldn't, couldn't run. He's saying, well, like you're disposable. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, that was a, I guess I didn't expect scheme to do what he did, which I think is going to connect with heel turn, Mike. Correct. Oh, right. Go. Well, go ahead. I, uh, I, I really enjoyed the heel turn. Like, Cass is this, and I'll talk about it later. Like his layers, and it just keeps yeah. up. Like he really cannot trust anyone except like Marva, and he's like this. This guy's gonna ruin my chance. I don't want the forty million. I just want to take my cut and leave. Yeah, and you always kind of suspected that Skeen was kind of a jerk, and like even after the you know apology. You fooled um, me, I'll tell you that right now. Like you I was still kind of like weary of him. And then yeah. you find you find out he's like, I don't have a brother. He's and just like and Cass couldn't wait. He's like, yeah. I'm not Han Solo, I will shoot first. Yeah. And <laughs> I think I'm it, not even let you finish your sentence. I'm just gonna shoot yeah. you. And I think integrity wise, I think Andor was like, You don't lie to me. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no, no, we don't, we don't play those games. Yeah, I have no time for that. So, yeah, no, that's a two, two great, two great points. Uh, Breaking Bad and Heel Turn. Uh, let me talk about unfairness for a second. How poorly did the Empire treat the Donnies for the past twelve years, and how they manipulated them to do what they wanted to do? by giving them so many choices that they never knew what they were actually choosing. And then them putting like certain barriers in their way, like comfort units with cheap drink. So there would be less numbers near the Imperial barracks. It's actually really brilliant. I hate myself for saying that, but they, they have everything set up and it just reminds me of like, it was a good way to, to visualize how long the empire has been in place. And then you start thinking about what Andor has said, like they're, they're, um, they're fat and sloppy and they don't pay attention to certain details. And like, that's exactly what's happening. And the, mm -hmm. this J hold guy who is a fatty doesn't fit into his blouse anymore. And with his belt, maybe been, you've expanded. Maybe you've expanded. Yes. And Ed's like, they they are getting too comfortable. Yep. But I th even Luthen says, he may say this in episode seven, I apologize in advance, 
they've started choking us so slowly that we're we stopped noticing. Oh, seven. Yeah. Was it seven? Yeah. So, but it's the same same principle. I think it almost happens in the beginning of seven as like a, a breakup to six. Uh, it's it's so unfair. And what's nuts is it's gonna get worse. You know, and we'll talk about that. But I'm just like that was such a mind boggling. I love that they 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 world builded for us in the beginning. Like they used Pettigrew as a a beacon to give us information about what they've been doing. I'm curious about what they're building on Aldani. And now Ooh. is it even going to happen with Pettigrew gone? It, may, it might not. I don't know. With with the heist, it's probably nothing's happening. But what were they planning on building on Aldani? What resource do they have uh, to give other than four-horned goats and disgusting milk? I don't know. What do you think about the unfair? Does any anybody have the the empire? It's not in either of my top threes, but like I feel like the first time watching it, I missed all that when Jay Holm mm. was explaining everything. Yeah, then it's right in the beginning. Time, yeah, right, yeah. I'm just like, all right, let's get to the action. <laughs> it's like this is the part on you know OnlyFans that I skip. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So. Uh, I I was watching it with the subtitles the second time around, and I'm listening to Jay Holt explain everything, and I'm like, this dude's an evil genius setting oh, up yeah. all these little drinkeries and whatnot. So he said, I think something along the lines of like they start with fifty hundred, fifty thousand like, or something 50, like some crazy number, yeah. And by the time they get to here, how many are there? Sixty. Yeah. It's going exactly as we planned. I mean, yeah. because they that's exactly what they did. They planned it. And I they said something about like what they're building and they said, "Oh, we'll need workers too." So Yes. They're going to end up using the Aldanis as their slaves just Yeah. Evil. Yes. Yes, but I, I don't know if you picked up on this through through several watches is ah, that this this Donnie uh tribe person's not really i think he's starting to get it mm -hmm. you know a little bit you know he throws the pelt into the fire and whatever but yeah no i don't I, we'll talk that uh, we'll get to that in noticements but yeah no my one of my tops was just seeing you know you hear oh the empire's so evil but they weren't evil but they were very smart to manipulate things and that um i'll bring in some I'm going to bring in some EU stuff right now because it's a book that I've recently read, uh, the the Heir to the Empire, and then the next book in that, which I forget what it's called. But anyways, Dark Force Rising. There's a tribe in there called the Nogiri, and the Empire sort of was helping them on their planet by creating crops so they could sustain themselves after the war was brought from the rebels or whatever. Except that the Empire's crops were manipulated scientifically to never grow or take very long time to grow. So they, the Nugiri would have to rely on the Empire for harvesting. And, and as a result, they were taking resources from them and using them in their fights and stuff like that. It's almost exactly what's happening with the Donnies. Which is crazy, you know. So it's like for me, I was like, I just read that. That's EU stuff. That's pretty cool. They're bringing it into here, which makes sense, you know, for the TV, the big grandeur of that. So I thought that was really interesting. Um, all right, 
So that was unfairness for me with a little bit of commentary. Uh, Mikey, you have Wild West? Yes, I do have Wild West. Okay. The the robbery, the Wild West shootout. Ooh, that's, yeah. that's all it was. I, I am a huge fan of the Wild West shootout. I don't, I don't know why I'm a huge fan of the Wild West shootout. Do you like the one-on-one or like the group where people are hiding behind things more like the, that? Yeah, like like Tombstone. Style. It, it, Got it, it. it reminded me of Tombstone a little bit. Yeah, um, okay. Like there's that tense, like who's going to shoot first? When uh, what's his name, Kimsey or whatever his name, Kimsey. That's son. That that son of a gun. It's like, what's going on here? I gave you an order, and then just shot fire. And come on, in, Don. <laughs> in typical Wild West shootout fashion, like there's people running around and just getting shot in the back, trying to go from point A to point B. Yeah, no, it was good. Well rehearsed. Hide, hiding behind barriers and like firing two shots and yeah, cover me. I, I just enjoy. The, the Wild West shootouts. Yeah. I have a... So I was I was like, I'm going to write down exactly who dies at one point in the shootout. And since you brought it up, this would be a good time to talk about it. Uh, so first off, Cinta gets the first kill, right? Mm-hmm. She takes out Pedigar immediately, has no time for him. <laughs> like, so that was crazy. Then you have which is pretty crazy. And again, it's like they fire. It's so fast. You're not, it's hard to fit. Kimsey takes out Gorn first yes. down, Gorn down immediately. Andor gets Kimsey. Second one. Boom. Kimsey's done. One from Kimsey's crew goes down. I forget who, who gets that shot. Taraman goes down. And is this foreshadowing? Skeen stopped covering him. He went back behind the barrier and as soon as he went back behind the barrier, Taraman gets got. So he's out. You know, and then we hear, you know, Nemec, uh, you know, just, but not, not from the, the shootout, of course. But there was that one guy that was, uh, had um, cast in the sleeper hold that Nemec. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So Nemec. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I put that. I said Nemec gets his. That's what I put down. Yeah. Nemec gets his. It's, but it's pretty, pretty crazy um, that, that Wild West shootout. Um, but a good scene, really, really fun. Um, felt like anyone could die in that scene. Yeah. Like nobody's missing on purpose. No plot armor, in my opinion, except for Andor, you know, he has to, has to survive, but, uh, yeah, no, no, pretty good. Pretty good so far. Um, Dames, anything on the, the shootout before you move on? Uh, nope. All right. So then we have deception and payoff for you so payoff was just the um just like kind of the the um ending of the episode like the whole heist came mm. together just for me it it paid off like usually i'm not really a fan of like the these kind of like long drawn out episodes but um because we're not getting six episodes i love it because it, we can take the time to do this and yeah. it's very meaningful i mean there was definitely a lot of loss throughout the episode so mm. For me, it paid off. Um, and then deception or deceptive is actually one I have for episode seven. Oh, so we're gonna pretend that that never existed, and we'll, yes. we'll move that to episode seven. So you then, have what deceived I deceived us. You have deceived us have. in 
Because I was initially doing what we did the last time I was on, where we did oh, I see top three from multiple I episodes. See. I got you, but uh, gotten down some sevens right now. Well, you must have missed the memo. We sent it in the mail. Can we uh, results? So my final word was results, which is funny because that actually goes to your payoff. I really enjoyed like the reports of Aldani coming in through the Senate and like Mon's trying to like talk about something. No one cares, Mon. And its effect on the core worlds. And then it goes from ISD to the Senate to Luthen. And we're seeing everybody's different reaction. You know, from uh, what's his face in the ISD. Like, no one's leaving until we figure out what's going down. Uh, to the Senate where they're like, there's been an attack. We're piecing out like any kind of politics, you know, political people. They're like, we, we got to get to safety. And then Luthen... Uh, one of the one of the really cool things that I noticed, but it actually goes with the results and payoff, because I watch it with subtitles, as I know some of you do, is uh, the episode ends on an exhale, and I just thought that was really cool because finally, like, it, it was like me, the audience too, like, whoa, I can breathe now too, because this episode is over. So I thought that was a really really cool little thing. Thoughts. Miguel? I don't think. Thanks. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, that's great. Again, we have two episodes to go, so we're going to drag the banter down and move on to the not-so-fun things of the episode, and that is our list of grievances. Welcome back to the list of grievances in this list in this list of grievances again we're going to list words that describe the scumminess of this episode so uh uh mike do you want to start us off yeah i'll give you all all three right just give you all three words give me all three cliche (laughs) packing what was that i'm sorry packing packing and are we TVMA right now? It's ten fifteen. So yeah, yeah. All right. Cock <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Mine are uh, diverse, <laughs> loud. And maniac. Dames, I know we're putting you on the spot here. We gave you yes. enough time. I hope so. Ready? All right. What do you got? I, Again, I got, I got two. six if so, you can. Two's fine. Two. Uh, predictable. Ooh. And DH. And I'm not talking about designated hitter. <laughs> Referring to one character specifically. DH. All right. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Okay. So, uh, me and Mike will will start off. We'll we'll double down and we'll get the two. All right, Mike, what do you want to start with? I'll start with cliches. I don't like when you turn pages when it's list of grievances. That makes me nervous. <laughs> no, so um, it's, it, no, it's not. Um, it's because it's, it's one page of notes. The bottom of okay. start, the bottom of the front side starts. Got it. Got it. So you're a psycho. Understood. I am a psycho. <laughs> okay, got it. Seriously, it, it won't be it won't be taking that long. Uh, cliche. I 
as much as I love Wild West type stuff, I hate robbery rhetoric. Okay. So the whole, I feel like every movie that has some sort of robbery or, or every show that has some sort of robbery, they all have to say that get these lines out. And it just annoys me. There's always like, Harry, I'm not joking. <laughs> all of it. Move faster. Do you want to live faster or you're dead? Like they hit every robbery cliche nail right on the head. <laughs> I hated every time Skeen screamed. Mm-hmm. Every single time. Let's get going. <laughs> <laughs> I can't agree with you more. It was, I get it. I know they have to do it, but I totally agree. It's just so ridiculous. And I know it's in, so you're supposed to be really intense and probably no one's quiet during that yeah. time, but I can totally get down with the cliches. And I think that's where uh, my scheme was just being a maniac during that scene. And that's my connection between cliche is just his, his nuts. And then he has a dumb scene since I'm on skiing, uh, which wasn't one of my words, but I wrote it down anyway, was like one of the celestial comets goes by, like goes by and he's like, Oh, look at that. Dude, you're supposed to be a soldier. What are you doing? I don't understand why you did that. Why are you doing like, is that supposed to be, like, was he trying to entice the other? Everybody look and get like, is that, was that part of the act? Like, I don't know. I just felt like it was so out of place. After Taraman yelled at them 48 times because they were walking slowly, he's just going to throw a, oh, look at that. He's <laughs> like, so stupid. What's happening here? Ridiculous. Um, cliche. Okay. So cliche, I got maniac that knocks out one and one for us. Uh, speaking of trying to be a good soldier. Echo one, echo, echo one, echo one. Why can't anybody hear them? Like, what is, Taraman, you're speaking out loud. They're, the guys are right down the hill. You're trying to make contact with Valley One. We get it, but you're screaming. Shut the fuck up. Shh. <laughs> you're, you're in, you're yeah, those, those comms are not like. What are they doing? They only have earpieces in. They're just like right. loud. They're like walkie-talkies. Are we a go? <laughs> you guys are being so loud. Like silent library. <laughs> what are we? What are we doing? I don't understand. Like, is this really show? I don't get it. But okay, that's fine. These are little nitpicky things, but they they stuck out to me. They stuck out to me. All right, that that knocks out loud. Um, <laughs> For me, that knocks out two for me. So now I can throw it to Damien. So you got predictable or DH Damien? What do you got? So uh, predictable kind of goes off of like cliche with with what Mike was saying. Like anytime there's a heist, anything like you know, there's just bodies that they throw into the crew that aren't going to make it out. And yeah. obviously, like Terraman being, uh, you know, what was basically in canon, like the first trooper to like defect. Uh, you knew he wasn't. I thought that was a cool out. detail. It, I thought that was pretty cool too. Um, I didn't make that connection though that he wasn't going to make it out because of that. So that's an interesting point you made. I I thought for him, like once you do that, like it, you're pretty much a goner. It's just a matter hmm. of time until then. Um, obviously, like they're going to come into some conflict, and it's not going to be squeaky clean. 
then they're going to eventually get away. And, you know, there's, there's going to be the loss of those characters that were just kind of extra baggage for the show. So, I right. mean, that's like the predictable part for me. But like I said, I still enjoyed it. Um, I do wish like Terraman made it out. That would have been cool. But I yeah. think anytime there's that guy that or girl that turns on, you know, evil, like they they just they get got pretty quick. Yeah. No, that that makes sense, and I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't, I didn't notice that at all. I just thought, yeah, unlucky, and maybe that was part of the story group, as they would say. Um, good stuff, Mikey. Packing or cocktees, as they would say. I feel like we should end with that one. <laughs> Obviously, I'm glad we're on the same page. <laughs> So this is coming from someone who loves packing uh, their car to go on some summer vacation. Yep. The way that they packed all of the credits <laughs> into that Rono <laughs> just makes me angry. And <laughs> Nedek's death could have been avoided because they put these wheels or these like um, what are they, the little. Pallets, pallets yeah, 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 pallet movers or trucks, hand trucks. Of, you know, thousands, millions and millions of credits, just willy-nilly in this Rono. And as soon as it blasts off, boom, he gets like uh, Mel Gibson's wife in signs. Ooh, good comparison. <laughs> Where are the space dollies? Yeah, like, I mean, why, why aren't they floating? I thought the same thing. Right? What, what's going on here? I mean, I mean maybe they were in a pinch. They were just like, oh, we can't find oh, whatever. Oh, Nemec was in a pinch. Yikes. Hey. Um, yeah, no, I that that I mean, I guess with Gorn yelling at them, you know, they're 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 on a time, they're getting as much as they can. I get it, but I don't have to like it. Yeah. All of the, you know, cliches. For sure. For sure. Uh, my final one. And then we'll throw it to Damien and then back to Mike. Uh, are, <laughs> are the Donnies too diverse? If you, if you look at them, you've got white people, Asian people, black people, brown people. I don't get it. I'm trying to figure it out. And I'm trying to be sensitive to, to everybody. But like, are they too diverse? There is a lot of different cultures represented in the Donnies. And now I'm curious, since they've been around forever, you know, I guess not forever, but they seem to be tribal and very simple. But why are they so diverse? <laughs> Wouldn't I don't think they space travel. So is this like a destination people get to? And they do the thing, like, what's going on? I don't get it. I, it doesn't make sense to me logically as to why they would have such a diverse group of people outside of Star Wars and being Star Wars and Disney stuff. Can I, can I just add right now that we are three white men talking about why a group of people is so diverse? Correct. <laughs> We're here for answers. We're here for answers. I just don't like it, it that it the first time I looked at it, I was like, what? Like it's the same idea of frozen. Me saying that there was too many accents. I just it, it's the same idea of frozen too. All of a sudden, yeah, all of a sudden the whole the town is diverse. What 
Like, I know what you're trying to do and you're trying to be sensitive to it, but make it make sense. First off, make it make sense. That's where I'm standing on it. And I didn't like it. And that's why it's in my bottom. Diversity didn't work in this case. Oh, I wish you were running for office. So we'd be like, Sean Garcetti doesn't like diversity. He is so conservative. He's whitewashing white people. He lambasted the Donnies. That's right. (laughs) He burned every single one of their pelts. (laughs) Clearly, D.H. while drinking out of a space Yeti. That's right. That's right. He set up drinking points along the way so the Aldani could not see their precious religious ritual. <laughs> While others weren't allowed on the beach, Space Cancun was open to Sean. I'm J Hole Behas, and I approve this message. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the Empire said that they were smelly. Just to let you know that. That's fair. Okay. I don't I don't not like them. I just don't like how they were they were unfortunately too diverse for me. And we're gonna need to tone that back. Okay. <laughs> they were unrealistically diverse for me. It is what it is. Okay. I'm I'm gonna stick to it. It's it's official now to canon. Um DH probably stands for diversity head. Yeah, right? now we'll, we'll just go no. with scumbag. And we'll go with <laughs> we'll go with my boy Skeen. Who from the start, I like I knew that he was scummy. Like I knew I know like it's not like you know upstanding citizens brigade like uh, going in here to do this. But I like once him and and Casting are sitting down, I'm like, there's something that this guy like an ulterior motive this guy's got going on here. Um, and just the fact that he's like lied about his backstories, yeah. you know, to get to his position. Um, and, and then like casting just kind of like casting would bought into it and was like invested in his cause and helping him because of every, all the lies he sold. So, mm. uh, he got what was coming to him for sure. I did not like skiing. I love but every, that, every high yeah. group has to have one. Like, yeah, you know, no, he got, he got me, he got me good. Um, for sure. we had some good connections here. The only ones that didn't really connect. Oh, I'm sorry. Mikey, go ahead. Speaking of the Donnie, <laughs> was I the only one that thought that the Donnie were going to do some slaughtering of those officers that were around their little celebration? I thought an uprising was coming. Like maybe they were going to be in on the heist kind of a thing and cause a distraction because. We kept getting intense music. We kept getting uh, yeah. the, them like chanting and doing their their chanting, throwing the pelts needs to be a song. fire, like a techno song. And then it's just like, nope, we're just here for a party and watch this sky. I never once thought that they were going to do anything. However, I did feel, like I said earlier, that the chieftain wasn't all in on this imperial stuff anymore and he's pissed off mm-hmm. you know he's got to go through these barriers that never were there 12 years ago and he's just been dealing with this and dealing with it 
So I can definitely feel that maybe something should have been should have happened. Um, Gorn and him seem to be in cahoots a bit. Yeah. You know, he speaks the Donnie language, you know, so that's pretty respectful. And Gorn even like changes what he says to Jay. Yes. And he noticed. Yes. Right. And he was like, what? Hey, listen, I'm Donnie Brian Cranston and don't change my words. That's what we do. I don't. Yeah. No, that's an, that's an interesting point. I could understand why we would get a little tease there, but you know what? It's not going to matter in the long run because they were all uh, taken into custody. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Yes. So they were, they were, they were in debt, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, okay. So we had some good, good connections here. Uh, me and Dames had a good connection to Skeen. You and Damien had a good connection with predictability and cliches and everything else was a loose cannon. And that <laughs> is okay. And that is okay. <laughs> We're loving the people in the chat right now. Welcome on in to Steve, Megan, Betts, and the Podfather himself, Roe, the go-getter scuttlebutter. <laughs> We're glad you're here. As we move on, and let's just fly through noticements, let's get going. Good day, everyone. <laughs> the noticements are here. Stop laughing. And uh, <laughs> I wrote down one thing that Mike had a, had a question about last for the past five episodes. And it was, does Andor smell his drink every time he gets one? And I think he did not smell his drink at the opening scene between him and Nemec. I don't think he took a sip, though, either. I don't remember, but I know he didn't. I think it was. I think it was food, not a drink. It wasn't. I thought he. I thought Nemec poured a little little calf. It was like soup. Little little soup, little pea soup. Um, but I thought that that's what I noticed. I thought about you when I was watching this episode, like I always do. Uh, I (laughs) I had the question of what are they building on Aldani? We talked about that. Um, I like that finding out. Um, Taramin was a stormtrooper. I thought that was a cool thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fake Brian Cranston is the Donnie absolutely without a doubt um a line that i thought was really funny was when jay hold is talking to his family and he's going where's your blouse and the son's like i'm not wearing that and he goes you will do what you're told and the mom's like i think he has a fever and the dad's like he's fine and he's like no no he really he's sick and then he goes he's always ill (laughs) and i as a dad I thought that was so funny because he's so fed up with this kid. And he's like, he's always ill. What are we going to do with him? I don't understand. This is crazy. I just thought that was really funny. Mike, no, I've got a list of noticements, but a lot of that is the, the, the heist killing. So I'll, I'll pass it. I'll pass the baton to you there, Mikey. I only have a few things. And one of them is I noticed me being an idiot. Uh, I'll, I'll start off with that one, a little self-deprecation. So the entire time that I'm thinking that we're stealing the payroll, I don't know why I thought this. I thought it was they were stealing like TPS reports <laughs> of what officers make. I didn't realize they were just stealing <laughs> 80 million credits. <laughs> 
an so, honest mistake from an honest man. Yeah. So I am an idiot. So I noticed that. <laughs> uh, why are there so many credits in this episode? <laughs> guys, why? How many boxes of TPS reports are you going to be packing? Oh my god, that is so funny. And why is it so important to know what these officers make? <laughs> yes, it's ridiculous. What are we comparing uh, them on Indeed.com? <laughs> glass door, glass door. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm cracking myself up. I'm cracking uh, up. There was one scene that made me chuckle when uh, Kimsey finally figures out what's going on and he's running to the uh to the vaults yeah he grabs a couple of his guys and one dude's just like we'll miss the eye (laughs) i heard that too that also cracked me up oh my god but we're gonna miss the eye yes correct yeah you're going to miss that eye Oh my gosh, that's actually hilarious! I love and that because I only have a few. I'll I'll, I'll do the last two. Um, the the next one was all of my death predictions were correct. Just oh, absolutely. Wanted, just wanted to point that out again. <laughs> mark it. It's the fifty three oh six mark of that <laughs> prediction. So here's something that I noticed. Mm-hmm. So this this didn't have anything to do with the show, but more about online. I noticed there wasn't a lot of hate for an implied lesbian relationship between two very attractive women. Interesting. No lies detected there. And like, it is absolutely implied that Cinta and Bella are a thing. And I didn't see one damn thing about it online about how there is a lesbian, most likely lesbian relationship between two very attractive women. Very good. Everybody's cool with that, but like you know, people say have the theory that you know uh, Poe and Finn have a relationship, and mm-hmm. the entire world crumbles. Yeah. Well, everyone got mad about that kiss in Rise of Skywalker too. Yes. There were other things to be mad about in that movie, and that's not <laughs> and that's not one of them. Not one of them. <laughs> not one of them for sure. No, thank you for bringing that up. Anything else there, Mikey? No, I'm good. All right, thank you. Uh, Damies, go ahead. All right. So, yeah, I mentioned earlier, um, we'll call back with, you know, Cassie and shot first. unlike Han. Um, Tamarin being the first stormtrooper to defect, mm-hmm. which was cool. And that obviously, you know, we had, um, Finn and then, um, I can't remember her name from Rise of Skywalker. Right. Um, but I mean, there was multiple, but like the fact that he was the first, I don't know why I can't remember. Her name. No, uh, her name hey, is, uh, the team. no, no, let's stop it. <laughs> uh, Ben Solo. She, she shoots the bow. I just watched this over the weekend. Why don't I re- remember her name? I don't know. I can't, I was drawn. I'm like drawing a complete blank right now. Nice. Black curly hair. Yeah. Rides a horse. Yes. That's okay. So we know I mean, what we're talking about. I, Jana. I that was, Thank you, I, Megan. Jana. 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 Yes. J A N N A H. Or yes. Correct. Sweet. Okay. Um. And then, like for me, also, I I'm a big um. Um. Empire Strikes Back fan. I feel like that's probably up there for my top. If I had top three, uh, did you guys notice in uh, when Luthen goes to kind of like quietly celebrate in like his back room? Yeah. There were like carbonite slab holders back there. No. Uh, 
if you look in the back, it looked they had like kind of like the the, sh- the buttons and everything. It was weird looking, but um, I watched it twice, and I that was what I took away from it. Because every time we go into like Luthen's little collector shop, I'm looking for some kind of Easter egg there. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a good point. I mean, I think I think his shop's going to change over the show, so I think that's going to be a nice key. Your audio has died, Damien. Just I'm to let dead. you know. You're back now. Oh, that was weird. That was weird. So you said uh, carbonite and and tchotchkes and stuff, and then your audio died. And that was, yeah, that was it. I only had a couple for Sode. Right. Good stuff. Uh, some of our, our chatters have noticed that, and I don't want you to turn your camera off, but you are um, lip Freezing. desyncing again. That's okay. Yep. We're going to blame the Empire. The Empire has new directives, and they do not want us talking about the show. Or just a six-year-old, six-year-old MacBook. <laughs> I do believe uh, that you're putting it uh, under its paces. <laughs> so, uh, going along with some more noticements, I noticed that obviously the, some of the troopers that have the helmet with the goggles are very reminiscent to the mud troopers in Solo. That's probably a standard sort of helmet, so that's fine. Uh, at the airbase, blink and you miss it. Beyond the TIE Fighters is a Lambda-class shuttle, right? Lambda-class shuttle right on the, the bottom, which is fun. I One thing that I'm really loving about this show is Imperials not being so stuck up. And what I mean by that is they're, like, sitting down like a normal human being until they hear the door, and then they get up because there's somebody coming in or they're gambling or they're doing stuff or, or what you said, Mike, but we're going to miss the eye. Like they're human, man. Like they're just being normal people and they're just like us. They want to be on their cell phone when the boss isn't watching and then they will do their duty. Kimsey was a good uh, example of this. Hey man, it gets stuffy in that communications room. I was just trying to get some air. I kind of love everything about that. And then of course, like the ISB, is like a no-nonsense sort of empire. That's like what we visualize is that's what they are all the time. But in reality, it's not. You know, there's too many of them to be perfect. And I love that we have these little cracks in the foundation of imperial identity. So that was one thing that I noticed in there. Um, Uh, The sounds of the comets are amazing. I thought they were really cool. The sounds of the comets are really cool. Really cool. And then I nerded out a little bit and I was paying attention to, and this is my final one. I was paying attention to Mon Mothma and her talking. And you probably, that is again, like there's too much distraction going on, but she mentions the Gormans. <laughs> right. So I, I dug down into uh, Wikipedia and the Gorman was a planet located in the galaxy's colonies region along the Rima trade route. In 5 BBY, the Galactic Empire with individuals such as uh, Arsenanger and Slymore cut off Gorman's shipping lanes. So I think that's what she's talking about during that quick Senate scene. And there's not much else uh, in that Wikipedia article. So that was lovely, lovely, lovely. Any final noticements before we uh, push along? We are, I think we're behind in time. So we're going to do a little hustle, hustle. All good. Now I'm good. 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 All right. Let's finish off with our one sentence summary of this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That takes a, (laughs) 
I forgot about that. I'm like, why is it so silent? Nope, it's not silent at all. Nope. There's a there's a kazoo. Okay, dokie. And I and I want to say thank you so much for those who are chatting. I'm acknowledging your chats. I appreciate you. The camera work on the comments. Can I please get a painting of that? Says Megan. Um, uh, Scarif Scuttlebutt said there's lots of Raiders eater eggs, which I believe he meant Easter eggs, but I'm going to call you out on that. So your fat fingers on your phone didn't work on that. Um, and when she's talking to the other Senator from Chandra law, greatest scene ever, beautiful writing. We're going to get to that in episode seven. So stay tuned for that. Thank you for being here one hour into the stream. We appreciate you being here. We're going to keep it going with our one sentence summary. Here I go. The heist delivers the empire its first blow, but at what cost? Ooh. Multiple, multiple layers to cost. Uh huh. Sure. Dames, I'll throw it to you. So I'm going to uh, paraphrase Leia uh, from <clears throat> her speech with Tarkin back in episode Ooh. four. So this is a, kind of a direct correlation to the heist and like the, the shockwaves it sends through the empire. The more you tighten your grip, the more things will slip through your fingers. I love that. Oh man, you're having so many issues with your, with your mic camera setup tonight, buddy. I'm so sorry. Let me see if I turn off my camera, will it uh -huh. do anything? Press V. <laughs> Does that help my audio at all? <laughs> all right, well, we hear you, and that's good. You yeah, are now also, it's giant, you're also a giant D on the screen. You think so. <laughs> you just look angry. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm back. That's weird. Okay, I'm good. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Let's see. All right, so you said uh, the, your paraphrase, the tightening of the grip, the more systems will slip through your fingers. Yes. Just kind of, Just kind of turn those wheels and, you know, leading into rogue one and and just yeah. you know the momentum shift for sure for sure for sure for sure exactly all right mikey what you got just like the aldani garrison we were robbed of nemec <laughs> i don't have a sounder for that <laughs> I was looking for a sad sounder and I'm thinking I don't have a sound Santas. Where's Bantha Diddle? Nope, it's not that one. It's not, definitely not that one. <laughs> it's not, it is not Bantha Diddle, but I played it anyway. So that's hilarious. All right. Thank you for your one sentence summary. Um, we're going to skip predictions because we, we know what happens in the next episode. I did have one question, though. What happened to Santa? You know, like, would she, where'd you go? But anyways, let's get to our comedic relief of the episode. And that is actually not the whole show, but it's just a small portion of it. <laughs> my, uh, my punny... And or names are like they're they're getting slim. I'm, I'm like stretching now. Stretching. Um, oh yeah, I'm stretching. I had to throw in his last name a few times. Okay. So this week, my OnlyFans is like it from Bihaz. Like it from Bihaz. I like that. Well, I don't like that, but <laughs> phys physically, I don't like it. But 
mentally, I, I like your creativity on physically that. not a fan. Emotionally, still not a fan. Still not a fan, but I'm I'm, I'm around it. Bets, we love you too. I hope you're referring to us uh, from the chat. Okie dokie smoky folks so here's what we're doing we're doing a quick turnaround into episode seven we're about an hour and four minutes in and guess what this show is part of the red five network this podcast is part of the red five network for more red five network podcasts visit red network.com